The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go. There's a monster. I am I'm ready for it to be over. Well, but I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. I had some issues with the scene. Oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed. I fell asleep until the screaming. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! Well, I'm sure it's artistic and you just don't get it. All right, we're, we're back. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, four, four <laughs> friends in a movie, uh, Fellowship of the Real. This is uh, second season. We're doing sequels. This is uh, another in our series of sequels. We did uh, Terminator 2, and now we're doing Karate Kid 2. This was uh, Chris's pick, yes? Correct. Okay. Do you yeah. like this movie, yeah? I, I, lo- <laughs> I love so this you movie. like this movie. I love this movie. I'm a very big Karate, right. Kid, uh, Karate Kid fan. Um, so a couple different things on it. We, we'd kind of talk a little bit, I guess, off air about it. When we decided to do sequels, yeah. um, some of my, I guess, thoughts going into this were... I didn't want a sequel that where the the appreciation for it or even maybe some of the story points, like if you haven't seen the first one in a while, you may not under, you know get all the story points. Or like I didn't want you guys to feel obligated to go back and have to watch the first one before you watch the second one. Sure. And, and you guys do that a lot, um, which speaks to your, your dedication. But I just I didn't want to put you in that situation. So I remembered, all right, Karate Kid. And Back to the Future, those both have like these little recaps uh, before. Even the Rockies yeah. have recaps. And we already did Rocky too, so I didn't want to do another Rocky sequel. Yeah. Now, the guy who did Rocky directed the first one, right? Or or something? Yeah. 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 And and this one. He directed all okay. the first three Karate Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Same director. Yep. Okay. So it should hit you in the same feels, sir. Well, Rocky and Karate Kid 1 do. Well, that makes sense because Karate Kid 1 and 2 had a very rocky vibe to it. Mm. Like, like <laughs> no, I, I didn't know anything about that. Like, and that's exactly what I thought yeah. was this movie. It feels structured a lot like sure. the dramatic parts of Rocky, yeah, sure, sure. where the big battle at the end is almost sure. not even ha- like just a part, a piece of the story rather than the whole drama right. ahead of it. Sure. That's what makes Rocky. And Rocky Two so good. Yeah, right. it's not all about fight, fight, fight. And you know, with a title like Karate Kid, you'd think he's just out there, right, kicking butt all the time. Sure. Um. Yeah, and just I don't know. I probably analyzed it way too much as far as the sequels and what to pick. Um, I found it a lot harder than, um, I guess than I thought it was going to be because like I didn't want to do Indiana Jones and Bullet Doom because we hadn't done Raiders yet. I right, didn't want right. to do Lethal Weapon Two. Well, or even Empire because we haven't done any 
Star Wars, you know, we haven't done Lethal Weapon. And I feel like those, you know, those are banner movies that will probably get picked at some point sure. or have to get picked. And again, I don't even know what that matters. Um, I was probably overanalyzing, thinking about it too much. Well, we're going to do Star Trek 2 when we get to my pick and we haven't watched any Star Trek Star Trek, it's not Star Wars. Okay. Huh? Huh? See, shots fired, sir. All right, so yeah, mute, get into Star mute Trek. Mike 3 now. <laughs> no, that's a very good point. And I, you know. Star Trek um, have an overall arc. Don't think because I, yeah, I said uh, not but a year ago or so where I watched all the Star Trek movies and I never realized, oh, they take place consecutively. Yeah, except for um, I don't know if one that one is terrible anyway. We'll get into that when we talk about Star Trek, but right. yeah, anyway. But no, that's a very good point, Phil. Like I said, that that speaks to you know, maybe I was thinking about this too. No, much, no, well, you know? they say this that like Star Trek 2 Wrath of Khan is one of the greatest sequels ever, and I don't right. know if that's because Wrath of Khan is a good movie, which it is. Or whether Star Trek One is just so bad, yeah, maybe that anything Star Trek Two Rathacon is what is is what really Star Trek the first movie. And I've heard that, and and I've seen it. It's been a long time, but also I guess to defend it a little bit, um, even if one you know is kind of bad, you've got all the how many years the the show ran before because Rathacon is like a sequel to the show, right? Because it's all the same people. It's it's Shatner and uh, and Nimoy and all them were on the TV show. It's a sequel to an episode, yeah. Well, because they, they meet were, they meet Khan in an episode. Yes, but they were. It's but it's all and they put him canon, on the on the I planet, guess, right? It's, Everything happened on the show. Still happened with once the the movie started. Yeah, with what, Shatner and stuff. What yeah. movie are we reviewing? Right, here? Right, yeah. Well, wait, I want to make <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, the one I have it picked, <laughs> we haven't Off done the, the first rails. one. But I I just like uh, to me the one I picked. If I don't know if I should name it or not. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're okay. Show up the Ghostbusters Afterlife. I think the reason I picked it is that's what a sequel should be. However many thirty years yeah. later, to me there's Ghostbusters and then Ghostbusters Afterlife. All that other crap is it's like the Terminator thing. You I have like two. Ghostbusters too. Yeah, I like uh, two. The one with the two. chick sucks, yeah. but the the two I like. It's okay. Whatever. I mean, yeah. it's not as good as the the first one, but but we haven't like reviewed the first one. But I think everybody. Yeah, I, I'm probably on the planet. I thought about it seen. too much. Yeah. yeah, I probably overanalyzed it. I anyway, whatever. We're stuck with Karate Kid two now. Well, that's like I look for any excuse. <laughs> like for this, we're doing the sequels. I will watch the Star Trek movies again. I will watch Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, 2, absolutely. Ghostbusters. I love. I looking love looking forward to just revisiting all of it. So Terminator two get a chance to watch Terminator. I didn't watch the other ones, <clears throat> yeah. but I'm such a fan of these movies that I'd like to absorb everything. Yeah, sure. I no, I want to, I like to get the, I like to invest, you know, invite our listeners to do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I just added another note that I guess swayed my decision is I just read Ralph Macchio's biography. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. About, you know, that it's called, uh, waxing, waxing on. And yeah. it's about his relationship with this movie and yeah, the, no, no, the role uh, of, of Daniel LaRusso. So yeah, so it was on my mind. Itching to watch them again. I had the opportunity to do it on podcast. Well, when I, yeah. When I bought this, the the guy selling it to me at Half Price Movies, movie trading company, uh, he was Cobra Kai. <laughs> right. And I'm like, uh, what? What? <laughs> like, and I know that the show exists. I just haven't watched the show. I've never. Karate yeah. Kid was in my childhood. I haven't watched this in years and years and years. Oh, yeah. Probably since I was. So he was like, oh, you know, Cobra Kai getting back on together. And I'm like, no, no. I'm just. <laughs> Just buying these. And, you know, again, I watched the first one. I watched the second one. I've got Karate Kid 3. I doubt I'll watch that one. But yeah, I guess that I have it. Also speaks to where we're coming from. I've seen the first four seasons of Cobra Kai at least twice, and I've seen the new season. So, oh, yeah, big, big fan. All right. Well, uh, do you have um, 
the synopsis or anything of this? I, I don't have the synopsis. Yeah, I, I mean, apologize. It, you got it, Sherry? Or? Um, yeah. What? Uh, while she's looking that up, do, uh, sometimes we skip this. Sometimes we get. Like, do we? What are you calling as the genre? I didn't get the genre either. Uh, golden uh, fleece. Yes. Yes. Thank Go, you. Golden yes. fleece. Golden, golden fleece. Golden yeah. Okinawa. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think I nailed that when I thought, hey, this reminds me a lot of Rocky. Yeah. And Rocky was a golden fleece. And then I kind of I kind of watched it like that, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah. So, I, so just as a reminder, Golden Fleece is uh, number one, a road spanning oceans, time, or across the street. So as long as it, uh, um, as long as it shows growth, uh, it often includes a road apple that stops the trip cold, a team or a buddy the hero needs to guide him along the way. Yeah. Usually, it's those who represent the things the hero doesn't have: skill, experience, or attitude. Sure. Um, then three, a prize that sought. And it's something primal, going home, securing a treasure, or regaining a birthright. Yeah, no, no, I think there's definitely some of that. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay. You got the synopsis? Yeah. Here? And please, I'm not going to pronounce um, Mr. Pat, Miyagi's real first name. Pat Morita? Yeah, but there's another name. Right, his actual know. name, yeah. Okay. After learning that his father is dying, karate master Mr. Miyagi, Pat Morita, returns home to Okinawa, bringing his protege Daniel Ralph Macchio with him. In Japan, Miyagi is surprised to discover that his old sweetheart, Yuki, um, has remained single. Meanwhile, Daniel is attracted to Yuki's niece. Oh, I didn't realize that was her niece. Okay. Um, Is it Kamiko? Kamiko. But romance must be put on hold while Daniel and Miyagi deal with local bullies and long harbored grudges. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anything else preliminary we want to say about this before we get into uh, money critics fans? No. Mm-hmm. All right. Money critics fans. All right. So this is not something I usually do uh, for sequels or whatever, but I was interested to know uh, the life uh, of this trilogy or quadrilogy or whatever. So Karate Kid One, which uh, I think still uh, we watch, I watched Karate, we watched Karate Kid One before watching Karate Kid Two, and I was still I was pretty much on board with Karate Kid One still. Um, had a budget of eight million and it grossed ninety one million, so it it nailed it. Karate Kid out of the just hit on all cylinders, and I think the beauty of Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's relationship is the gem of that movie. Uh, I think it struck all the right chords. You know the. The whole mentorship, fatherhood, friendship, love. It was all cylinders, Karate Kid. And I think for a Karate Kid 2, there is still that relationship. And I think it's still a gem of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to probably argue that it's the only gem of that movie, but uh, it's there. Now, Karate Kid 2. All right, so for Karate Kid 1, if you're looking at Tomato and, and Audience, again, if the movie predates that, but over the course of its life, Karate Kid 1 had an 89% tomato meter for the critics, 89% gave it three and a half stars or above, and 82% of the fans give it three and a half stars or above, which are very good scores. By the time you get to Karate Kid 2, those numbers have been cut in half almost. So 44% of the critics give it three and a half stars, and 51% of the fans give it three and a half stars. Uh, it had a budget, so that's the movie we're talking about, right? It had a budget of $13 million, for Karate Kid 2, which, you know, and grossed $115 million worldwide. So it, it nailed it financially. And I think that is off the success of Karate Kid 1 for sure. Mm-hmm. People rushed back to the box office. But when they got there, 
I don't think they enjoyed it as much. I don't remember if I, I, I do remember the ending of this movie, so I know I'd seen it when it came out or whatever, but I don't remember much else about the movie previous to watching it again. Yeah, I, I the same thing when it ended, I was kind of like, oh, I remember that. And then it, and then it's over. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, wow. Did I watch only the last 10 minutes of this movie? I don't. <laughs> right. Anyway, because I don't remember, but I must have seen it. Now, by the time you get to Karate Kid 3, which had a budget of 12 and a half million, it only grossed 38 million. Okay, on a 12 and a half million budget. So from 91 million to 115 million to 38 million. Uh, riding off Karate Kid 2, which means the audience who saw Karate Kid 2 were like, uh, and they didn't go back. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 Over the course of its life, 15% of the critics gave it three and a half stars, 35% of the fans. So you're from, talking about three at that point? Yes. Okay. So from 89, so if you're talking about fans, 82% loved it, 51% loved it, 35% loved it by the third one. So it's starting to dwindle if these are your metrics. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, and I don't know why that should be, but I think as we talk about Karate Kid 2, I have some thoughts about it. I, I, I didn't think this was a bad movie, but I thought it, anyway, we'll get into it. Um, yeah, so uh, Karate Kid 2 still nailed it, $115 million on a $13 million budget. You can't argue that that's a fail, but fans were not as enamored with this movie as they were maybe the first one. I, I really don't remember watching. Yeah, I remember I, the ending, but I don't remember. I remember seeing the first one. Um, yeah. I, and we have the third one. Uh, I'm going to watch it because I don't remember. I don't that know what either. that was about, to be honest with you. I wasn't one of the ones that saw it when it came out, for sure. I remember seeing Karate Kid 1 in the theater maybe i can i'm not even certain of that i had to have been because i thought way back when it came out i was having flashbacks i had karate kid uh i was making dinner or whatever and watching karate kid and these flashback memories would come on when uh mr miyagi was saying banzai and i was like i used to be a little kid running around going banzai yeah, yeah, that's that first one right yeah and then you know the the chop you know the or death and honk you did it right, I, right. To, I, I i totally blocked those memories out totally forgot about them until yeah. i watched this movie again yeah it's crazy so obviously i haven't seen this movie in yeah i don't and, well and and then anytime you're doing anything it's always wax on wax right. off oh yeah no that's because even the in the special features the the uh writer of that movie talks about that became it's become part of the mm-hmm. canon or whatever of, of American lingo now. Wax on, wax off, you know. Yeah, I don't want to go down a, a rabbit hole because um, we could do it all day or whatever. But there's obviously with Cobra Kai picking up these characters thirty years later, yeah. there's lots of callbacks and stuff. And sure. one of my favorites is um, that the new young kid is um, going to clean some windows, and he's kind of you can see him doing the motion, yeah. uh, the wax on, wax off, and he asks, he asks Johnny. Um, uh, Johnny Lawrence, whatever. Hey, is there a certain way I should clean these windows? And so, like as an audience member, even though Johnny doesn't know wax on wax off, you're you're it's Karate Kid. You're expecting that. Yeah. And his response is, "Yeah, I don't really give a shit." <laughs> um. So it's 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 really good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. They play no. with the conventions a lot because they have a lot of really cool tributes and callbacks, but it's when you kind of least expect it. Now, sure. tell me about that. I haven't seen it. Is it on? Is it? It's a series. It's a series. It's on Netflix now. It on started Netflix. on YouTube okay. Red, but it's uh had like one or two seasons on YouTube Red, which I'd never heard of that. Um, and then Netflix picked it up, and now there's like five seasons. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't realize there uh, were that it's, many. Yeah, it's thirty years later, and it's basically Johnny Lawrence never got over getting kicked in the face, and like he's kind of a loser. 
Um, and he ends up, uh, you know, obviously crossing paths with, you know, Daniel LaRusso again, but it's all the same actors that played him. So it's oh, just really? really cool. And there's younger kids and stuff in there now. Cause Johnny basically gets his, tries to get his life together enough and he reopens Cobra Kai. Yeah. And obviously Daniel is not having that shit. You know, yeah, yeah. So, well, it's interesting. Cause at the end of Cry Kid one, he, he seems to have grown because, you know, yeah. he, he hands, Daniel, the the trophy, and I, I had not realized this. He says, uh, uh, "You know, I'm sorry, Daniel. You're you're you're, you're an okay guy, whatever. You you know, almost like you know, like he'd grown, yeah. yeah. No, and I think the like at the beginning of this one, where like his his even you know his his sensei, his master, yeah, you know, is not appreciative when he almost chokes him out and kills him and stuff. So I think that feeds into the you know his his karate because he was top dog karate kid. Really, yeah, right yeah. now it's you know he's not that anymore and no. he's kind of lost or whatever. Yeah. All right, we ready for uh, mechanics of this thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. We can talk about this, and hopefully Chris uh, can set me straight on some things. I do think that this movie started off strong. Opening image, I have... Uh, it, it picks up literally right after the competition, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in the shower and they're getting off uh, for go to dinner or whatever. Well, yeah, he was in the shower and he's like, you know, my karate career, my blah blah blah. I was like, dude, you are not that good. <laughs> yeah, no, we, you won a little local tournament. Sure, he's he's flying high, you know. He's yeah. well, I mean, he did know, go from essentially zero to to hero. Yeah, to Mr. Hero. Miyagi yeah. was like early retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and something that occurred to me, and I. I uh, just watching this, you know, never thought about it before. Yeah. What is Miyagi doing in there with a bunch of naked high school boys? Well, he's boys? got his back to him. Like, he does, and that was lace defense, too. But I was like, no. Daniel-san, I wait outside. Like, that's what he should have fucking done. <laughs> well, he shouldn't yeah. have been in there. Like, what? like I said, seen it a million times, never bothered me. No, and then I now all of a sudden I was like, what? Yeah, Because wow. Daniel comes over to him, and I remember thinking, he's talking to Miyagi right now with his dick hanging oh, out. Okay, you know what I mean? Right. Like, well, I never thought of that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Anyhow. I mean... Uh, I, I think that's my biggest complaint with this movie. I think, by the way. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I think I don't know. I have to look at my notes. Yeah. So my opening image: fresh off victory, celebrity status. You know, he's signing autographs. Yeah. Price of fame, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Right. Uh, very excited, and what I'm calling passionate because Miyagi will say something which I think is probably going to be the theme or very close to the theme of this movie. So yeah, the, the opening image is he's very much on a high. Now the setup, I think, uh, also is going to talk about is going to go to theme of this movie. So Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, your friends, compadres, very, the, the relationship between these two carries everything. I mean, everybody loves that relationship yeah. and it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's beautiful. He's uh, the father that Daniel lost. Yes. Uh, now Daniel goes from celebrity status, excited and everything to, to sort of a low because, uh, he loses his girlfriend who has fallen in love with the football player, not before she wrecks his car. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, so he's lost his car and his girlfriend the next day. And so he's gone from a high to a low and he's feeling very unfocused. Yeah. Was that the next day or was that like, it, no, that was down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they so probably should have put up a three months later or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. And they didn't, but yeah, I think it was done. Okay. The road. So sometime later. So anyway, I oh. think it, I think those contrast the highs and lows that he is experiencing. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I think if you're jumping right there, I think you're missing some stuff that was important. Okay. Um, the, the kind of the clothes that we were talking about just a second ago with Crease, right? With the the old the old the bad guy. You know, no, I, I'm going to get back the, to that because I think there's some, back to that. Okay. there's some theme in there. I think yep. highs and lows. I have life can be a because so Daniel feels very unfocused. Now we're, we'll get to that in a second. 
But Miyagi says, uh, when you lose focus, focus on the basics of life. And he has him do his, his breathing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Daniel's response. What? Praying? Because the way he has his hands or whatever, he goes, no, breathing. Breathing, yes. Now, no breath, no life. So I think, I think that is going to become, you know, get back to the basics of life. But to your point, in this scene with the bad guy and the, the which was, is going to be an excellent <laughs> callback later. Right. Uh, I said earlier, um, I think there's two quotes. Uh, two quotes. So I think it's the, the basics of life. Uh, and, and then he says something else too. But uh, well, you, you could have killed that guy or whatever, right? And, and Miyagi says, uh, for man who has no mercy in his heart, Forgiveness is like a living hell or something like that. Yeah, person live with no forgiveness in heart, worse punishment than death. Than death. He yes. says, you could have killed that guy. Why didn't you? Yeah, and that's yes. what he says. Worse yeah. than death. Which is how Sato's living. Yes. Now, the this will come up, uh, and I think, and I've put all this together, but I think it comes a little bit later. When Daniel is questioning uh, Miyagi is why he didn't fight Sato. He says, even if I win, I lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, because he's going to make this big deal about karate is only for defense, but right. if I lose, I lose. Even if I win, I lose. You know, yeah. so there's this very much... Before they leave, you mean? When they're in his house? Yes, I believe he says... He's packing and stuff. Yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah, never put passion before principle. Yeah, yeah. that was the other yeah. thing I was going to say. He, he, he has this never put passion before principle. Karate is only for defense, not for fighting. fighting. Even if you win, you lose. Which I think I think also speaks to because it's kind of a running theme throughout the whole series, in my opinion. At least the the first three is um, like it takes Daniel, I guess, maybe because he's a kid or he's stubborn or whatever. It takes him a while to learn that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like karate is for defense only, even though that's rule number one. Because um, yes. like it, we were talking about a minute ago in the shower, he's all talking about his career and all this oh, yeah. bullshit, and Miyagi's not thinking that at all because it's you fought because you had to because they were fucking bullies beating your ass every day. Right. We're not going to turn this into some kind of, you know. In the first thing. movie, he was doing some kind of karate before Miyagi. He went to the Y. Yeah, out of a, yeah, out right. of a book. Went to the Y out of a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's learned the wrong way his yeah, whole day life. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until right. Miyagi comes back and, you know, karate is not offensive, it's defense. Yeah, and, and sort and of last resort, if possible. Bringing him back into focus almost at that point. You know, he's, your focus is on the wrong aspects of karate, and Miyagi, Miyagi brings him into focus on that. Right and that that idea, the basics of life, and this kind of thing. So I think I think uh, the the movies cannot be faulted for the high themes they have and and meaningful value, and certainly the relationship between Daniel and Miyagi. That is not a weak point in either the first one or the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the was there anything more you wanted to say about that scene with the bad guy? Um, yeah, just I think it sets up the stakes for this one. Like even the the music at the beginning. Yeah. Like you, you had these ominous Japanese drums that weren't part of the soundtrack of the first one, I don't think. Okay. Right? Like, so it automatically sets up things are going to be different this time around. Things are, the stakes are higher, right? And I feel like that's the first time, <clears throat> like, there, there might have been a little bit of blood, I think, when he and Johnny fought, right? But this dude's knuckles were all bloody. Right, yeah. And it was two grown men fighting. It wasn't kids. Right. right? It's two grown men fighting, glasses getting broken. And then the whole conversation about you could have killed a guy. I feel like it's Daniel's first exposure to how lethal karate oh, actually yeah. can oh, be. Yeah. Right. No, I think that's um, true. Because there's, I mean, life and death stakes later on in the road is just kind of hints showing the, to the audience that well, he this says going to uh, be different. Yeah, he says to Miyagi, Daniel says to Miyagi later, when Miyagi has decided to fight Sato, having no choice, this isn't three points and you're out. This is... Yeah, I you know, know what happens, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff there. All right, so the catalyst I'm having as the letter arriving saying that Mr. Miyagi's father is dying. We get the backstory with Sato. 
Yeah, because yeah, he invited Daniel to live with him because his yes. mom was moving upstate to Fresno. Yeah, was, he was yeah, having to move. He was going to have to go job. live with his mom in Fresno. In Fresno, yeah, for two months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Daniel so is stuck with that. Miyagi, and now Miyagi gets the call. Yes, to go. Yeah, to go. Sorry, it didn't work out. You know, and I really like the way they did that with the mailman because Miyagi's a friendly guy to everybody. Oh yeah, he right? would. Yeah, any other time and he's he ignoring this guy who's trying to have a conversation with him. I think it really shows like how important Okinawa in this letter. Oh yeah, it no, is this is to this him. Is, like I thought they did a really good job of setting that up. No, yeah, no, this is yeah. absolute rock in the pond kind of situation, and and I think. I like that they that they give more backstory. Like Miyagi was such a beloved character in the first one. I I, I think it was logical to explore his story in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it it becomes a uh, because Daniel was a fish out of water in the first one. This kind of takes you as the viewer now knowing Miyagi and Daniel, mm-hmm. and putting Mister Miyagi now in that fish out of water type of thing. Yeah, and I, Daniel's going along with him to support him. Yeah, there was there was a couple times where I'm thinking did the roles reverse is, is Daniel yeah. now the mentor to Miyagi and cuz he talks about his father when I when my father died yeah. and and this kind of thing and Miyagi. Yeah, so I think I think Daniel steps up a little bit to almost be a mentor to Miyagi yeah. for a few minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess cuz my thoughts I just keep thinking about the you said it was a natural place for the story to go and I agree. Um, but maybe, you know, only 51% of the fans agreed, right? I mean, what else did they want to see? And because when you're going over it, my thought was, okay, well, maybe they wanted to see Daniel go back to the tournament. Yeah. Well, that's what happens in the third one. So oh, is that right? And, yeah. And, and they, you know, and those dropped even more. Well, right? that's the thing. Uh, I don't that's, know. You that's know what, what I was going to notice. Where do you go with this one? Yeah. Is Daniel walking around the street, kicking everybody's ass, like you said earlier, joking around, you know, like. Had Karate Kid gone the path of Rocky? Yeah. Like in a maybe career. he had lost yeah. the first one. Right. And, yeah. you know, go back for the second one. And now he's got to face bigger and badder opponents like a Mr. T level thing in the third movie. I don't know. Would it have been better? Would yeah. it have been more well received? I don't know. Yeah. And I think that all of that goes against uh and maybe in a way the writer wrote himself into a corner, all of that goes against Miyagi's defense only. Like exactly. not fighting. Yeah, yet. you can't so maybe- have Daniel LaRusso turn into a superhero like Rocky Balboa did. Right. Yeah. He's just a normal guy under because I was thinking in this movie it would have been awesome, awesome, if you know Miyagi pulled a Mickey and died. Yeah, you know, like he got in the fight, died, and then the third movie he has to go fight somebody. Daniel's on his own. Yeah, yeah. Been they could have taken it that direction. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody wants to see me. Yeah, I think I think they got a little too fixated on everybody loves Daniel and Miyagi, so they'll. Because I I th- I don't know I we'll we'll get into Let's it get into yeah. anyway um, yeah so but we agree catalyst is the letter right yeah I believe I believe yeah. it's the letter so there's this debate Daniel wants to go with him and Miyagi doesn't want him to go and then he convinces him because uh, the break into two I have is them flying into Okinawa agreed no I have that too um I feel like they're with the um again just they did a really good job with exposition like. He's waiting in they're waiting in line together to get a passport. Yes. That could be a very boring scene. And it's not long. It's short and right. tight. But they we get some more backstory about kind of what's going on or whatever. Yeah. There's even a throwaway line about how he can get a passport so quickly. Yeah. Right? Um, explaining that. And then there's why he's packing. There's more exposition about Sato and and the uh, uh Yuki and just yes. all of his like I felt like all the exposition was very, very tight and well done. No, no. I, um, I yeah, it's them kind of sitting around talking, but it's to me, I feel like it's like you said earlier, the world wants to know fans of this want to know more about Miyagi because yes. they didn't get shit about his backstory. So everybody's there. They want to know about this. Right. And not only are we learning more about Miyagi, but back to the scene you were talking about with the never put passion principle, 
he also talks about the honor thing. And he's like, Daniel's like, what? This is like 30 years later or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he says, Daniel's on in Okinawa, honor, very serious. Right. And then right. I think there's even like a musical cue there. Mm-hmm. So sure. again, it's just showing you that like they're about to step off into this world that is not three points in your out right, stuff. I just right. feel like they set it up really well. No, no, I, I, I and have it's no raising the stakes. So again, I guess I don't understand. Like that's what you do with a proper sequel. So no, no absolutely, I not liking it. I don't know that annoys me. You know. Well, I, I don't have any problem with the first act. Yeah, I just think I think we'll get into this, but I think the second act is a little there's a little bit too much fat in it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It, well, it's two hours, which surprised me when I started up. I yeah. thought I remember it being more like an hour and a half, but it's two hours. Yeah, yeah. it's two hours. I didn't yeah. realize yeah. that. Um, How long was the first one? Don't remember. Yeah, because <clears throat> I didn't feel the first one was that long at all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I agree. The debate he has to convince him or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me go or whatever. And it's does it bother you at all that like because Daniel's the main guy, right? Like he has this debate like the debates between the two of them he's trying to convince me i'll get to go but his decision to go is kind of off screen like you see him the wheels turning that yes. night before yeah because like you know the, the after the honor is very serious like oh shit daniel wants to know more about it and so do we i hope right. he goes with them yes you know? yes uh, as opposed to some I th- know, karate I think I, deal in fucking Fresno or something. No, you know? I think Daniel debated, and then I think Mr. Miyagi is like, no. Th- so that didn't bother you the way they, like, no, I, or nothing? No, I don't think so. Because no. we saw the wheels turn, and that was enough. Yeah, but then th- but Miyagi and Daniel do sort of debate about him going to Okinawa with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they do, yeah. Because when he's waiting on the cab, or uh, Miyagi is up. Daniel's supposed to meet him there, yeah. Yes, to send, send him off, right. not to go with him. Uh, so he seems a little disappointed. Uh, but then, you know, we, so I, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with the debate or any of that. No. Uh, just a quick aside. Yeah. How uh, long was it? Karate Kid 2 was an hour and 58, Yeah, I believe. Let me see. Let me double verify that. Hour 53. Yeah. Uh, Karate Kid, the original one was two hours and six. So the original Shit, was longer. longer. Really? Huh. And then the second one started out with five minutes of, of pre- the first movie. Yeah. Right. Right. So, breaking the two, I have them flying into the second act, right on the plane. Okay. Now, for fun and games, I have written in parentheses, uh, the bulk of this movie, such as they are. <laughs> okay? And I've listed them before we get to, you know, and like I said, we can, you can tell me how I screwed this up uh, before we get to, you know, the midpoint or whatever. I, always, I appreciate your confidence. You you, uh, you always throw it out there like I'm going to straighten you out like I like I know anything. You know. Well, no, I mean because um, I I I am not as enamored of this movie as as you are. And what? No, I know. I, it's, and I, that's almost feels like sacrilege to say because you know Miyagi, my God. All right, so here let's just go through this and then we can unpack it. All right, so there's the car ride in what I'm calling. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're skipping stuff, man. What? What am I? What, what's? What are we missing here? It's not overly important, but I'm going to say anyways. Yeah. There's more exposition on the plane and more setting up of the stakes. Sure, sure, yeah. First little bullshit, funny thing, you can't find Okinawa and just Miyagi has a good line about, uh, you know, because he's tired and Daniel's, you know, fucking with him, asking <laughs> questions or whatever. Yeah. You know, Daniel said, look in the morning, maybe it'd be there in the morning, right? Yeah. So he gives it up, but then Daniel, he still can't sleep because he's thinking about this journey and where he's going and right. all this mystery. And he asked him about the Sato and, you know, could yeah. you beat him? Well, we had the same teacher. Like, what do you mean? And Rose is his dad. And Miyagi, you know, it's not just father in their family. He asked, you know, his father to make a, an exception this time. Yeah, right, right. And then he asked, well, do you think your dad would referee if you guys had fought? No, no referee. Well, how do you know who won? Yeah. And then they're, they're yeah, in yeah. reveal to the death. Yeah, yeah. Again, no point. I don't know. I just really like the, the stakes, no. you know? 
No, no, I, I think all that is hitting on all cylinders. It's yes. kind of to James' point. I think it, in a way, yeah, this kid was thinking about a career. You're not that good, man. You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, and now uh, you're about to go into a fucking death, got a life bum or death leg. and a bum leg. And now you're going to a life or death situation? Sure, sure. Yeah, all right. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. good. I, I like Daniel, son. But that whole plane ride was. I, I think everything is good until they land in Okinawa. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. To Shit. take that. To take it all the way back to the beginning. You know, after the shower, and I've watched the first one, and his legs all busted up. They're talking about going out to dinner. I'm like, you need to go to a hospital. <laughs> yeah. Your leg is broken. It's been kicked so many times. Yeah. No. Right. Uh, pizza it's, it's, makes sweeping the legs better, man. Sure. You know I mean, you have pizza and well, you know. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. All right. all right, so there's breaking this- in three, and it all goes south. All right, two. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> two. Sorry. Uh, there, well, there's this car ride. Okay, so they they get picked up at the airport, and then immediately we are crashing into Sato and and his you know troubles. Yeah, uh, we we learn more about that. He wants to go. Uh, the village is now basically paved over and be, has become Kadena Air Base. Uh, Daniel meets Kamiko. Miyagi meets Yuki again and sees. Sees his father that and that Yuki never married. That we get to the family dojo. The father is dying, and he summons both Sato and uh, Miyagi, and he wants them to reunite. Uh, I'm going to go through this real quick. These these because all this is the bulk of the movie, right? Wants them both to be at peace, but Sato will not have it. it gives Miyagi a, a ticking clock, right? Okay, out of three, out of respect for three days, I'll let you mourn, but then we're going to fight. You know. Well, he gives them several ticking clocks, I guess, because he um. When they first pick them up at the car, yeah. which is not what they're expecting from the airport, right? They're right. expecting friendly greeting. Instead, they get picked up by bad guys, right? Yes, yes. Um, and he, you see your father, then you see me, right. or whatever, right? I don't know why I turned into Arnold all of a sudden, but... Um, <laughs> Welcome to Okinawa. <laughs> right, exactly. Did you come here on a chopper? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go see your father, then you see me, then out and of then respect. after he dies, yeah, out of respect. Three days. Three days to mourn, and then, you know... Daniel causes trouble for the nephew, the false weights, you know. Yeah, all right. So Stacey made a comment. Yeah. Um, she, so she feels like Daniel, like, not looks for trouble, but calls it to himself. And I don't know, like the whole, uh, like the weight thing, like that guy was ripping them off. He's a dick. And like the whole thing later on, Chosen's like, you know, you, have, you know, disrespected my honor or whatever. Yeah, sure. What honor did you have? No, no, you were stealing from people, fucker. No, right. Yeah. No, well, he's got his own conceptions of honor. Right. Well, and, I mean, he's a good bad guy, but that always yeah, annoyed me. Yeah. But obviously he has no honor and no courage. I mean, we see that later anyway. Mm-hmm. He crushed his hand in the in the handshake. Yes. Setting up, I'm the bad guy. Sure, which is a shock to Daniel. The yeah. false weights, Miyagi sings for Yuki. Daniel talks with Kamiko. I have bullies 2.0. That, Sherry was getting impatient with the movie because it seemed like every 12 seconds, bullies were... Bullying, like these, mm-hmm. like if someone bullied that much that often, it was almost cartoonish. Yeah, well, uh, and the look on on Daniel's face was like, really? Yeah, <laughs> again, he's yeah. like, okay, I'm tired of this. <laughs> well, in one of the scenes, they went to work on the garden, like they started hacking up the sure. garden, and I'm like, okay, no, these guys are are juvenile, straight up bullies, right? Uh, That's their only livelihood, the village. And they're they're taking their livelihood by destroying the crops. Yeah. They were selling the crops back to them, right? Yes, they, they they couldn't fish anymore, so they went to vegetables. And Miyagi talks about that. There's Miyagi and so Yuki. them destroying the crops. They're you know they're not just no. Sato was going to bulldoze this place at some yeah Correct. to try to get get Miyagi to the stakes keep rising. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Miyagi and Yuki have a tea ceremony. Daniel goes sightseeing with Kamiko. The ice breaking scene. 
we're glossing over this, but we can go through this as much as you want. But what I'm, I'll make a point in a second. Meets with Sato, tries to make peace. Uh, getting they, impatient with all this bullying, sir. Right. Dance with uh, Daniel goes to a dance with Kamiko. Uh, the, the, the the nephew tries to bully him again, and Daniel does what um, Miyagi had talked about and set they, up and pay up. Sack whack, right? Uh, you know, in the jewels. Sack whack. Uh, Sato busts up the. Dojo, Miyagi stops it. Miyagi special. Yes. Uh, They prepare to go home, and then Sato bulldozes the farm to compel Miyagi to fight. So what I'm saying is... All of that's funny games? Yes. All of that... There's... I told Sherry, I said, there's like endless scenes of staring at each other's eyes. Either Miyagi and Yuki, or or, uh, Daniel and Kamiko. There was all this uh, emphasis on... These two coming, you know, these two couples coming together and finding love, and it, I just, it just, you know, these were the fun and games, and they were not even that fun. Like, yes, Kamiko is beautiful, and Dan, you know, yes, there's this, but it just seemed all very bloated, and this was on and on and on and on. So him staring googly eyes at Allie in the first one didn't bother you, yeah, but, but it, it wasn't does here. But it wasn't, uh, it wasn't prolonged. Like there was several sequences of this. Repeatedly, to me, over and over again, you know, the dance, the the the, the tea ceremony, the sightseeing. Tea uh, ceremony was after sightseeing. Yeah, yeah, but there's the, 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 yeah, <laughs> just the fun and games seem more like uh, r- romantic drama than because there's, you know, and then and then the constant, constant, constant. Every five seconds, the bullies show up. You know, <laughs> so what I'm hearing is. <laughs> um, wasn't enough action. There's a bunch of just, you know, looking into each other's eyes and romantic stuff. But then the action pieces were the bullying, and you didn't like that either. Well, so, well, what I did think you like, you know, uh, none uh, of it. Upon retrospect, no, no. that sounds a lot like the first movie. However, in the first movie, it was broken up with training. Like, you know, it was love going out on a date. Sure. Billy show up. Daniel goes back to Miyagi, and they train. You know, he'll either sand the deck, sure, wash the right. car, whatever. I bet you got more chores for me. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. movie didn't have that like third element it was just bullies and love story and bullies yeah and love story they do the kata the one morning after the dad dies they do it together right showing his yeah. drug because he even gets miyagi right right and then the on the on the uh on the dock with the when he's learning the secret of the drum yeah, sure. right? which the drum set up and that's a huge payoff no, no absolutely end, right absolutely but he with the thing he almost kills himself because he's an idiot and he pulls the Pulls the cord yes. and the thing it comes rips down, and rips his shirt. No, no, I, I, I Daniel son, you okay? That, that's pretty stupid. No, no, that same that thing. was good, uh, but I remember just well, that's fun and different. Yeah, I guess the pacing was off for me. Okay, on this, uh, you know. So it did seem. I'll give you this much. Um, <laughs> it seemed slower than I remember. You're right. It wasn't. Um, was, yeah, I didn't remember. I didn't remember this movie being slow at all. And right. There were moments when it was slower. And maybe that's it because I, I did like not it escalates with the bad guy though, with chosen or whatever. Because first it's just Miyagi and Sato, and then this guy chosen yes. being a dickhead. He's just a dick in, in general. Yeah. But then once Daniel, you know, reveals, you know, with the weights or whatever, now he's out to get him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you, Daniel's just there, just minding his own business. They have the three days to mourn. We well, even and see the place he, is about this fucking big, so there's only so many things to do. So yeah, he's gonna keep running into, you know, Kamiko. Or whatever, and then and Miyagi's finding his roots and shit again, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, and yeah, okay, maybe Miyagi didn't have a whole lot to do, right? Um, but it says his long being reunited with his, you no, know, no, I, long lost love, right? Um, and yeah, the dude keeps showing up to 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 fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. all right, um, but it's just twice, right? On the bullying, it's when he they're doing the little dance thing, 
And he says, then what is this, a baby rattle or whatever? Because cause, yeah. uh, Danielson's out there trying to figure out what it is. And uh, Kumiko comes over and she makes sure. it looks like a dance, blah, blah, blah. And then the bad guy shows up, chosen, and kicks yeah. his ass and right. tries to take it, right? Yeah. And then he, after the ice thing, which to me, um, I don't know if we're ready to get into that or not, but the ice is not fun and games to me. That's your midpoint. That's your false victory. Miyagi and Daniel win against... Sato and okay. Chosen. All right. See, I um, okay. Mm-hmm. I I have a f- and I guess he's bullying them there too. Yeah, because Daniel just hey, what's this cool ice thing they're doing? And then yeah, one of his goons sure. sees him, runs off, and next all of a sudden Chosen shows up. And yeah, he thinks him, it's going to be an easy mark. End of the thing. Um, um okay. You, you recognize you, Trevette, by the way? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, I we had no idea. Math, but yeah. Yeah. No. I, we had no. I had no idea. But Shay was like, "Hey, look who that is." To me, um, that's of yeah, a midpoint. Okay, so you have that as the midpoint. Yeah, because false victory because they they beat them right because there's it's all about this tension and, and fighting right. Well, they find a way to beat them or fight each other without actually trading blows. Okay, right? Because Miyagi doesn't want to fight, but I, I can fucking Daniel can karate chop some ice all day long. It's sure. not gonna hurt anybody. You know? No, I, I, uh, I had a big I, moment because you know it's you know. This guy barely got through three or two of them or whatever, and he's got to break all three right. Wrong. All six. Like, again, raising, you know, stakes. Yeah. All right. I, I have. I probably got a lot, of, a lot of nostalgia for the ice breaking scene, but that's like one of the cool scenes I saw when I was a kid, you know? That's true. I still I, like it. I remember that ice scene. Yes. Yeah. I seem to remember that and ice it's scene. it's a callback to the payoff, to the focus. Because if he hadn't yes, done that, yeah. he yeah, wouldn't no, have because he does six. his. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I, I have a false defeat midpoint. Where is that at? Like in the. Yeah, what happened for their? Because uh, because Miyagi does not and and on principle is not going to fight Sato. Correct. But Sato puts him in a position that if you don't fight me, then I will come back tomorrow and everything here will be gone. So now Miyagi has to defend, use his karate for defense. Right. If you don't fight this, this village is gone. Yeah, and, and he so, secures the village. And he secures forever. the village. Yeah, even if he loses. So yeah. I have a false defeat, midpoint, challenge accepted. Kamika, he has to fight Sato. Um, that's my false defeat. All is lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, he's, he's fighting against having to fight him the whole time. And finally he gets put in a position where he fucking has to. Right. Yeah. So you have, you have that as the all is yeah, lost. Cause, yeah, because Daniel's going to about to, you know, because he says, uh, here's my last will and testament. Uh, Yes, yeah. You get the truck in the house back home. I don't want the truck in the house back home. I want you. Right, like right. we're at the as an audience and Daniel three points. I know what happens. Like Miyagi may die, like like James was saying. Yeah. So that's definitely gonna be an all is lost. Okay. Um because I don't know that I even have an all is lost uh I have a I have a bad guy's close in. Oh, I do have false victory. I have a false victory all is lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if your midpoint was a defeat, then yeah, your yeah. victory's gonna it's gonna All be right, a so victory. Challenge accepted. And then Kamiko and the tea ceremony with Daniel. So another staring to each other's eyes scene. The bad guys close in. I have is this storm rolling in, which turns into, a, and again, I, I couldn't really nail down a bunch of bad guys close in because they've been on his ass the whole, since they landed. But I have a bad guys close in as the storm, which, uh, which I, I, I think is, you can either look at two ways. Oh, that's convenient. Or I think it's poignant that, that nature in the universe does not, you know, does it, it's Interve- almost intervenes, intervenes. Yeah. yeah, it's almost yeah. a spiritual thing, you know. Right. Um, because Miyagi rescues Sato, and that starts to turn Sato around. False victory, rescuing Sato. The village is destroyed, and the nephew is branded a, ca- a coward. But Sato, Sato, and Miyagi are reconciled, um, which is going to be a false victory because 
the nephew now shows up later who who has been branded a coward by his cowardice. Daniel goes out, climbs that light pole in the storm, rescues the little girl when when the nephew you know lowers his head and, and turns away. He won't. He won't do it. That scene bothers me. I don't understand why the little girl didn't come down. Well, she's a little girl. Before the storm yeah, got no, was, so bad. Yeah, other than the shower thing was creeping me out at the beginning. That was my other well, I think, note about it. Yeah, but a little. They all forgot about it. They're all hanging out in the bunker. No shit. This little girl that saved all of our lives, by the way, by ringing the fucking bell. Yeah, I'm with Sherry. Like, what are you, you a bunch of dicks. What are you doing? Okay, you know, I, let I, that poor girl up there. And then there's. 30 grown men in that bunker, but Danielson's the only one that goes out there and he trips and falls. Like, oh, now you help me. Thanks, yeah, well, Dix. When, when you know? I think yeah. it was Mr. Miyagi shut the door. I said, what about the, the kid ringing the bell? Oh, Danielson, no time. She's, you know. <laughs> he doesn't say that. No, no, I'm making it no. up. No, but Daniel becomes the hero and yes. the nephew. And that's why she's still stuck up there on the pole because the writer needs her too. Okay, but, yeah, well. uh, I'm with Sherry. Yeah, they fucked up leaving <laughs> okay. her out there. Well, um, that is my false... Should have had her, all they had to do was show her, we're writing the thing again, but have her start to climb down, then have the ladder fall apart, so now she's stuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you, but Daniel becomes the hero shaming the nephew, who really ought to be shamed. Yeah. His his idea of honor is so twisted. Is so twisted in his own mind that he doesn't even know what it is. Right. He thinks he is honorable. We are not. <laughs> right. And I hate to break it to you, you know. Um. So the, now this nephew has a grudge against Daniel, setting up this this climactic battle in the... In the end, now it's going to be Daniel and the nephew, not Miyagi and Sato. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this, the whole, so now I'm looking for, at this point, I'm looking, if that's the false victory, uh, all is lost. Uh, I don't know, I guess Dark Knight of the Soul was what I never really nailed. Uh, well, I do have it, but it's very fleeting. So anyway, hey, this break into three, which I couldn't really pin down. So I, I, I called it the bone, the bone dance at the castle. And the nephew wants a fight. Uh, and Miyagi saying, "Not tournament, Daniel. This is for real." When, when he's going to right, um, and then I have the Dark Knight of the Soul dig deep down because Daniel is getting his ass kicked basically, and so I have this Dark Knight of the Soul dig deep down. The 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 especially with Miyagi doing the thing, but Daniel starts to uh, assume the he gets in position to do the drum dance technique. Now I did think it was very cool that he tries the crane technique. It doesn't work. And it doesn't work. Yeah, I I, I did like that. And then, and then Mr. Miyagi doing the drum thing and everybody in the village doing the drum thing, which gives Daniel his dig deep down. Yeah, right. Which I'm calling the dark night of the soul because when the crane thing doesn't work, that's got to be the darkest point. Because now Daniel, what, what else is, he, now his yeah. arsenal is gone. That's the only bow in his quiver right, right. there. Yes. It's like, and then go back to, you wanted to be a professional? <laughs> All you got is the crane kick? Well, yeah. that's illegal in most tournaments. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't get and... You you do three rounds of that. The guy in the fourth round is like, I know what he's gonna do. Right. <laughs> but to your point, I felt like he uh, he put up a decent fight against Chosen, who's sure. way better. Sure, and no, no, friend, no, he got some licks in. Kill him, not just get some points. I Absolutely. felt like he, yeah, the fight went back and forth pretty you no, know, no, better uh, than I remember. No, right, no, Daniel's a scrapper. He's, yeah, you know, he's got some jersey in him. He's yeah, not he's gonna from jersey. He's yeah. got it. Right. Um, what he has, he's gonna use, and and to some effect. Yeah. But I thought I thought the Dark Knight of the Soul dig deep down the drum technique uh, was very effective. I, that's the scene I remember. I don't remember the movie, but I remember that scene and you right. know, being very motivated at that point. And then the closing image, the nose callback. You know, yeah. wrong, wrong answer. You know, uh, yeah, because Daniel could have killed the guy too. Yes, he says he says uh, life or death. Life or death. Live or die, man. Live or die, man. Yeah, die. Wrong, wrong answer. Wrong. <laughs> and the cheering of the village or whatever. Uh, closing image, Daniel, and we could go back and talk about this stuff, but 
da uh, closing image, Daniel has put principle of passion above his passion, Defen uh, which I'm calling defend the defenseless, not the celebrity. So he, he, cause, cause when, when, when Kamiku got hit, I'm like, okay, it's all now motherfucker. You, right. you know, and Daniel feels that way too. Right. So yeah, no, Daniel should have demanded that she go across and then I'll throw the bridge. Just, well, yeah, that's I mean, she can't get hit in the face, but yeah, I mean, I thought about it. Yeah, but she's laying there most of the rest of that fight. She's out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but never get her demand. She goes across safe with everybody else, just you and me, and then that sure. way she doesn't get hit in the face later on. Right, right. Yeah. right. But but he's but but now he's using whereas Miyagi was gonna defend the village, obviously he's trying to defend himself, but on principle, he is fighting and defending Kamiko and yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's he's no longer fighting to be because it's cool because he wants autographs, because he thinks it's gonna make him popular. Right. Uh, anyway, I have him putting principle of passion at that point, which is a nice closing image from his opening image where, where he signed an autograph. Yeah, and Price mm -hmm. of Fame is Miyagi. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think, I think all these scenes before that, like the bulk of the second act, it just seemed, and I could go back and watch it, but it seemed a lot of, you know, uh, Hallmark Channel moments or something. I, I don't know. Was, yeah. You know. Yeah, that, I, I was going to say something very similar to that. Like it was... Yeah, it yeah. was a love story kind of shoehorned in there a bit and a bit, a bit more bloated love story than I would have liked to have seen. So, yeah, we're not a fan of uh, Glory of Love and racing across. The, I hate uh, Chicago, first of all. Peter Cetera? Oh, I've never been a fan of Chicago. Anything. They even ever. have like a little bit of, you know, she cheats. They have fun in that and, you know, the race and she cheated and, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and all that's to set up the fucking sure. Coliseum for the end. Yes. But, you know. No, no. was... Kamiko fun to watch? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry's rolling her eyes. No, Kamiko is stone cold hottie, man. I mean, right. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, but it, it felt bloated to me to the point where I'm like, okay, you know. Yeah, so I guess let's back up real quick. So to me, like the ice breaking was the false victory, right? They sure. finally, they beat them without fighting. Yes. Uh, so that's what Miyagi wants, right? Yeah. Um, because Sato is not going anywhere, as you said, they're constantly messing yeah. with them. Yeah, I'm interested well, to hear now, your, your breakdown of this. Well, now, like the very next scene, um, is them showing up, is Chosen and Sato showing up at the village, yes, on the inside, destroying it. Yeah, and Sato and Miyagi yelling for him and all that bullshit. That's bad guys close in, they're now sure three days to mourn is fucking over. Like, I'm here to kill you. Oh, no, that makes sense, yes, right? So that you know, because yeah. they beat him and Chosen's just there because fucking you did my honor and then you didn't even you know lose on the damn ice thing like you were supposed to right. punk kid so yeah he's pissed off you're right and yeah they it just the saves just worse because Miyagi shows up saves Daniel like he did in the first time right yeah. uh, with, yes. The, yes. with the skeleton Cobra Kai guys or whatever yes right um and I don't know where Sato went though like he should if he he got he's so impatient like this is you know part of the bad story or whatever he's Miyagi looking around and then he leaves well, obviously he left because then he and Miyagi would have duked it out right then and there. Yes. You know, he had to go take a shit or something. But like they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, if he hadn't been so impatient, he would have had exactly what he wanted. You know what I mean? But for the story purposes, he had to leave. Yeah. Because Miyagi shows up and beats up Chosen and all the goons or whatever. Yeah, he Sato shows up. Sato's nowhere around. Challenges Miyagi and then says and then leaves. Yeah. Oh, shit. My stomach hurts, you know? Midnight. Well, it's midnight. Uh, you know, what, uh, right. another ticking clock or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't know why he wants to fight at, you know. It's so late, anyhow. I like Miyagi's line about you and nephew lose sleep then. I had no be there, but anyhow. <laughs> right. Now, as bad as badass Miyagi is, and I and I I don't know that guy who played Sato, but he I have to check the name. But like Jackie Chan, okay, there's a a bulkier guy who is a friend of Jackie Chan's, and they they went through the orphanage together. Yeah, and were both martial artists or whatever. And I almost wanted to say it was that guy. 
because oh yeah, it was him. But I I I don't remember the name or whatever, and I he's a little bit younger than I remember. I, so I don't know if that's him or not. But it's it's anyway. Uh, whether that guy's an actual martial artist or not, I don't know. But the but Jackie Chan's friend who and he talks about him in his in his book. I got his uh, biography over there or whatever. But um, they went through the Chinese orphanage together, right? Back in China or whatever. I don't know if that's the guy or not. Anyway, I don't know. So I don't know if he's an actual martial artist. Yeah, right. But it, but. The reason, and, and no taking away from Miyagi, uh, but I don't think anybody wanted to see two elderly gentlemen duke it out in karate sure, as much sure. as they wanted two cut guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah having the older guys. Plus, fight. I think yeah. it's always Daniel's story, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. right. You got to, yeah, as a writer, find a way to get him to fight, not, not yeah, Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but I don't know. I guess what I was, was going to say is Miyagi beats them up, saves Daniel like he did in the first one. But it uh, like that still doesn't solve the problem, and, and Miyagi still ends up, so they think, having to fight Sato to the death, right? It's, it's just delaying it or whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. after that, his plan is uh, we're going to go home. Yes. Well, then yeah. Sato shows up up in the stakes even more, and he's going to bulldoze the whole fucking place. Yes, I'm going to. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they were renting the land from Sato. Yeah. Yeah. So Sato's like, "You fight me, or this village is gone." Right. Which I thought worked. I thought that was leverage yeah. that worked, you know. Yeah, finally hit him where yeah, where it counts and, and make him force him to fight or whatever. And so he's like, All right, you win. Yes. He's gonna fight him or whatever. And yeah, the storm comes in. I guess yeah, I mean I'm with you, maybe the dark knight is a little you know, a little weak. I guess I have it, you know, like the storm comes in like to me, like that's on the dark night of the soul or whatever. Yeah. Like it's dark night on the dark night of the soul. Sure. Um and not that Miyagi would do this, but like they end up saving Sato, like but he had a chance to kill him and stuff. Right, because Sato's laying there. Even Sato thinks, oh, you, you know, you come to kill me while I'm weak or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, But they save him. And yeah, all the stuff that you said, he saves him. And then he chosen, you know, is, you know, kicked out of the village or whatever and loses even more, you know, respect and honor because he can't reconcile with Daniel like Sato did. Right. And he said hate was wrong, all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I guess the breaking the three is if, if they, I guess what I had it was saving the village right and right. making everything right because there's an air base there Sato's kind of was feeding off these people or whatever so now and then the Coliseum wouldn't be in use and that's where it belongs anyways yeah, yeah. so that was going to have the I guess it's kind of a weird breaking of three but returning home right they they think they've got the goal of, of everything in Okinawa being safe right and everything yeah. and all the wrongs have been righted and right. to me I guess when Chosen like sneaks in like I had that being like the high tower surprise um, and then him having to dig down deep was the, you know, with the drum and stuff. I mean, it works with the breaking of three too. So yeah, yeah. just, it, I agree. The, the beats are a little fuzzy. A little fuzzy yeah. <laughs> I did have a thought. Um, I'm going to terminator to it here. Um, like our previous podcast with your question. Maybe not. Maybe y'all can answer it. Uh, sure. So I love the beat with the, with the drums. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody had them. Right. Right. So what was the original plan with those drums? Cause obviously they're there to, rally daniel on but what what do you think the original fucking plan was well, was I mean, there one well, they, they had dance and music I, I don't know if it was part of some musical ceremony or... let's go with that i hope so because yeah, as soon as i uh, uh, when i watched it again looking at it this morning i was like what was the fucking plan for these things because i know why they're there but everybody well, yeah. had them. just everybody whip out your drums my boy's getting his ass beat you know well, I, mean? I, think, I think miyagi starts it and then the rest pull it out so they this, this whole village just carries around those yeah, little that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was a dance, though. So I don't know. Yeah. Everybody was dancing. So but I, it's not just like a, it's not a drum for like dancing. It's the no, but, secret. But who knows what, what ceremony or what right. part, maybe part of the, the closing dance was all, they all whip out their drums and, you know, it's a big dance and everybody's right. together making, I don't know. Because it was, um, 
the foundation of Miyagi karate, right? right and right. And so it, it has some symbolic importance for the village and for Miyagi and and all that. Yeah, I, I, I can gloss over that easy. I, I, I don't. I didn't balk at that. In other words, you know. Anyway, I, I enjoyed this movie, but I did think it was a did little you? bit. I mean, I thought it was a little slow, a little slower than I would have liked. And, and that's Dude, my, because I never, I never hated all those scenes with Kamiko and all that. I thought that was meaningful. Yeah. But to me, it was like, okay, all right, let's, <laughs> let's move it along here. What's going on? You know, I don't know. Uh, I didn't hate it, but I, I definitely enjoyed the first one more, more for the pacing and everything, you know. I don't know. I just like it because it, I don't know, raises the stakes and you learn more about Biagi. No, no, all that is good. I just, it, and yeah, he, it seems like they could have. He fights again, but not in a tournament, right? That could have been like the the easy way out, or even maybe the way you expect is, you know. Oh, Daniel, you mean? Yeah. 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 Said he fights, you know, to the death or whatever. I mean, you know, talk about rewriting, we're not going to do that, but. I mean, you could have had Sato being injured and now Miyagi can't fight him. And so they each, Sato demands they put forth their proxies. Well, my proxy is my nephew. My proxy is Daniel. So now Daniel is fighting for Miyagi's honor against the nephews fighting for, I don't know, if you wanted to sort of shoehorn Daniel into having to be the one, which is always going to be. Yeah, no, you could. I guess I, with that, the only problem with that is you, um, it doesn't show with Sato coming around. It shows that Miyagi was right. No, no, yeah, no. yeah, no, no. Sato had to come around, and and so if he doesn't, then he's you know douchebag the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's true. Yeah, because the if the whole theme back to the theme about you know living with you know uh, you know no forgiveness in your heart is was worse punishable worse punishment than death. Yeah, which is where Sato is at till he comes around. And and <clears throat> I they could have traded one of those staring at each other's eyes scenes for a <laughs> scene of Sato having some real intro you know, self reflection about what. Even if it's just in the bunker during the storm, yeah. the storm could you, you could have the storm blowing and the torment yeah, outside. His backs to us, yeah. And and Sato's sitting there, and as no, you he, do see his face. No, no, I know. What I'm saying is, this is what you could have done instead. Because yeah. I don't think there's enough of the seeing Sato change. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So as the storm is blowing, Sato is sitting there having to come to terms with a guy I hate and want to kill. Just save my life. Am I still? Am I going to fight this? What honor is there in that? And yeah. if there's no honor in that, is there any honor in anything I wanted to do? And maybe as the storm clears, Sato now is clearing his spirit on this issue. And at the end of the storm, as everybody's coming out, you know, Sato, I would have liked to have seen more growth on that. Yeah. And then when the nephew comes by and is challenging. And he goes out to help Daniel save the girl in the storm. No, 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 Miyagi, let me or whatever. You know, like that's. Yes, said. but. Uh, yes, but. I, that's after. That's this is a monumental. It. For 30-something years, this guy has chewed nails about Miyagi. Yeah, and then he just changes real yeah, quick. I yeah, thought the cha- now, I thought the change... Now, I agree that he had to change, but I would like to have seen... seen yeah, show a bigger impact on that. Yeah, because that's got to be... A, that's a that's a whole uh, change of paradigm for this guy. Yeah, and I guess maybe reading into yeah. it more, even the icebreaking scene. They show Sato, when Daniel's starting to do his focusing routine, yeah, yeah. they show Sato watching him. And that's got to be reflective to him. Like, oh. Yeah, that Miyagi's passing on what what uh, his dad taught yes, us, and yes. I'm doing it the wrong way. I'm raising Chosen in hate. Because Chosen is such a dick because he's, yeah, yeah, right. you know, because he says later on, you know, I was wrong, hate is wrong. Right. So he's doing it the wrong fucking way because he's so pissed off at Miyagi. Yeah, and, and we'll I mean, honor they, the You have to read into that. They don't explain it, but, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would like to have seen, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's as good as the first one. The first one, you know. Anyway, all right. I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Any other uh, thoughts or whatever? 
Sherry, did you like it? Didn't like it? Fell asleep. <laughs> well, talking about the first one, I I really, really like the first one. This one's different. It's good. It's it's different. I what I like we were supposed to move to Okinawa. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Originally his first orders he received was to Okinawa. And then it changed to the mainland of Japan and then it changed to where we went, which was in Washington. In, yeah, Washington State. Oh, I thought it was G fourteen classified and you couldn't tell. Oh no. Yeah. So I've always wanted to go to to um Japan or Okinawa. So I, I enjoyed even though it was technically I know it was made in Hawaii. <laughs> right. It was Wahoo. Right. Uh, right. I want to go to Hawaii too. So anyway, uh I enjoyed seeing like his family home. He had his they had their own dojo with the history on the walls. I love that sort of thing. I really do. I enjoyed the um the the little um love interest that Daniel yeah. had. Yeah sure. I mean, I enjoyed that part, but it, I guess coming after we, we did watch the first one and then we watched the second one. I was like, wait a minute. It's so different. But I mean, I still liked it. it was, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Once we get to our Paskins, I recommend we can. Well, and, and I, I love, um, of course, uh, watching karate. I didn't like so much in the first one, the, what is it called? The tournament how they they do the tournament i'd rather see like watch mr miyagi and in, in there doing the yeah. different moves or so, doing yeah. a kata or something yeah but yeah no i mean uh, yeah yeah but no i i mean i like to watch them fight or whatever yeah sure no was, i'd rather i would rather watch karate uh fighting than boxing like in in um yeah, yeah. rocky i think yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah well rocky is amazing but yeah i'd Anyway, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I I did like the first one better though. All right. I mean, does does that make sense? Yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. Okay. yeah. This came out a little bit earlier, but when I was younger, did a lot of sports and uh, martial arts and stuff like that. So Karate Kid was real big back in the sure. day, and I had mentioned on our chat that I'd rather watch Sidekicks, the old Jonathan Brandis <laughs> Chuck Norris movie, because oh there's lots of karate in that. Sure, yeah. You know, then you got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which there's karate fighting. There's other examples, and that's why looking back at this one now being older, yeah. I associate this one more with Rocky. Karate Kid, Rocky is very similar in feeling yeah. than just a karate movie, fun, loose, high kicks everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and I think that even goes to what the philosophy of karate is. Like, this is a karate movie, but it's about the honor and spirituality of karate rather than kicking somebody's ass. Kicking somebody's ass. Yeah. So, right. so. I'm even, I mean, I'm definitely on board with that. I, you know, I just felt like there was a lot of slow scenes that. <laughs> what are you, it what, is what really, are you calling them? Gazing eyes, gazing into each other. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's just because it's so different from the first, or that's yeah, my it, opinion. It does seem. It's, like, it's so different from the first one. You, you think you're going to tune in and see, you know, the same thing, but it is very different. Yeah. 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 I think that's why, again, to bring it back to the Rocky. In Rocky 1, he lost. So in Rocky 2, oh, spoiler alert. Uh, And then in Rocky 2, he comes back, and it's essentially the same movie dealing with the fame and everything. If Karate Kid did something like that where he lost the tournament, but you get to see him get even better and then win the next tournament in Karate Kid 2, that would have been a more enjoyable sequel. Or 
talking about rewriting it, you have, because Daniel-san is, is already wanting, oh, it's probably some fame, Mr. Miyagi. So in, in two, have Daniel go off the rails and, 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 and to go wholeheartedly into this tournament thing and maybe even have some success and get farther and farther away from Miyagi where Miyagi has to bring him back. And Daniel has this revelation of, you know, you were right, Miss Miyagi, and by the end of the movie, he's... And maybe then go to Okinawa to see... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Watch three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need all to watch right, three. Right. Well, they did them backwards. That's yeah, watch three. Okay, yeah. all right. No, he doesn't... Like, there's not a whole lot of tournament stuff, but as far as going off the rails and getting further away from Miyagi as far as his principles and... Because he's wanting to fight again himself. Yeah. There's the, the bad guys are forcing him to fight because they want to... Cobra Kai wants to regain its oh, yeah. former glory. It's status. And, but uh, yeah, it's status. And again, Miyagi, you know, it's for no, defen- defense it's only. Good. So they, they start to separate. And okay, all right. You know, well, I just, I'm going to watch three. I <laughs> love the. But there's definitely plenty of scenes of fucking bullying, more and more bullying. Oh. I hadn't thought about it until y'all said it. I'm like, shit, all three of these movies is him constantly getting his ass kicked by bullies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just love the, the fact that these people take karate so seriously. As if it's not just in a strip mall somewhere next to a, well, that's, you know, a footlocker. Yeah. Like it's not, well, the karate's sure. not that big of a well, Okay. Well, that's, that's the American. Cause, cause even uh, Miyagi says. Uh, With the belt. Belts. Ja- yeah. Ja- yeah. Japanese, Chinese have no belts. So it was only right, introduced yeah. because no. Americans needed. JC Penny. An incent- yeah, yeah. yeah. Americans needed an incentive, you know, right. the whole belt. Well, what's, you know, what, yeah. And that's the American mindset. Well, what's, I got to, what, what do I get for this? What, what my status, you know? And right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, belt to hold Because he pants. said something about, you know, I want a black belt. And he pulls out a belt and hands it to him. Here's yeah. a black belt. Put it on <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, um, um American karate is yeah, it's all about I'll kick your ass, you know. <laughs> right, uh, can be. Yeah, uh, I I I much prefer the idea that karate is a discipline and and well, what I liked about it because we we took it for several years is it it is about um, practicing over and over muscle memory in case it's it's for defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, sure. in case someone does grab you now I know what you do. Sure, you you, you have a rea- yeah. And it, yeah, it gives you confidence, a, absolutely. It, it should give you an automatic reaction and instead of pulling away a lot of times it's stepping forward and and you know, and doing sure. Yeah. So that's that's what I do like about it. Well, the the whole like the takeaways for me are just self-awareness. Chuck Norris was like the first rule of karate is always know your surroundings, right? Not throw a punch. Not, Chuck Norris was like, wherever you are, know what's around you, you know. And and then uh, I, I don't know if you asked during the movie, you know, why why are they going so slow or, or how did they get so fast? I don't know what your question was, but like Chuck Norris in his book says, oh, you want to you want to be fast at karate. Well, you have to go slow. And he estimated that you had to do a move like 10,000 times to build that muscle memory mm-hmm. and not as fast as you can. Right. Uh, yeah, and that's why the katas are always so slow. It, it was when he, I think it was when he was uh, painting, oh, painting up, you know, painting. I yeah, said, sure, he's yeah. going real slow, but, but that's going to put that into muscle his memory, muscle yeah. memory. Yeah, yeah. Which again, goes against the idea of, well, because Daniel wants to, how do, when do I learn punches? And this, you know, that's the mindset, right? I mean. Right. I want to learn a punch. I want to learn to kick. Yeah. 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 Yet he never throws punches or kicks with Mr. Miyagi, but in the tournament. He's kicking ass in ways that yeah he's doing moves that we don't see him yeah, learn. We've uh, never seen him learn those. Those are the deleted scenes. This right. That's the well, same. Well, we have to assume that there was. Yeah, that's that, the same problem as uh, as Empire. Um, Empire Strikes Back. 
you never see um, Luke learn how to use a lightsaber, right? He so, trains with Yoda. You never see Yoda training him with a lightsaber. And all of a sudden, Luke's like pulling out all these fucking moves. Right. You have Vader. to assume that. Yeah. And even like this, like as much as Luke has gone back and tweaked him, I'm like, really? You can't throw in like, we, you know, in the prequels, you showed us Yoda wielding the lightsaber doing all some crazy shit. Give us a wide shot, all CGI of Luke and fucking Yoda on Dagobah doing some training. Like, yeah, right. solve that problem, please. Yes. Can, two seconds. You can but fix you have it to assume that there are that, he words. Yeah. that he spent all this time with Miyagi Miyagi right. is teaching them all kinds of stuff. Yeah. 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 Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Right. But you're right. You're right. Uh, Same problem. Anyway. Okay. Pass all around. Got it. Pass all around. <laughs> no, we can. All right. Let's get to our, so we can get this thing. All right. I have torn down this movie a little bit, but I did not hate it. And I don't think it's badly done. It is a little bit of a slog though. And so, uh, Definitely recommend number one. It, that's a classic, uh, you know, all around. But number two, I, I think you should consider it. If you've seen the first one, you're going to be interested about Miyagi and that relationship. And so it's definitely worth a consider. Does it live up? I think maybe it is, stands in the shadows of the first one. You know. Yeah, I would I would say pass. Uh, watch the first one. It's a classic. Definitely. I think you'll get all you need out of it. Yeah. Uh, the second one, the third one, the Hillary Swank one. Uh, I didn't even know there was a fourth one, no. to be honest with you. I, I would just say pass. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I'd rather do something else. I think it was for money. I think uh, I think that the number of first one nailed it with 91 million on a 12 million budget, eight million, nine million budget. And yes, they were like, oh, well, they love this shit. Let's make a bunch of these. And I don't know. And they could have had they gone the way of Rocky, but like I said about Rocky, you you end up turning Daniel Larusso into a superhero. Yeah, yeah. right. It is something far removed from what what he, he is, yeah. was. Yeah, but that might have been cool to watch. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, no. In his in his biography, he says like after the first one premiered, the the first Karate Kid, and you know had this big opening weekend, the producer like turned to Machio and said, "We're going to make a couple of these." Yeah, well, Sherry said saw something. Ten days after the opening of this, they started filming the second one. Mm-hmm. Ten days after, they started filming right. this one. Right. Uh, money. money. Money, money, money. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I want to go with a, re- a recommend. Um, but that's because, you know, I guess I like it. And part of me, was gonna, I was going to say, if you like the first one, you'll like this. But maybe not, because you guys all like the first one, but you don't like the second one as much. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess for sure you got to consider it if you really like the first one and to kind of piggyback off of James, if you didn't get all you need from the first one and you want to know more and yeah. see more Daniel and Miyagi, then then check them out. Or even, I guess it's fair to say, maybe you're a Cobra Kai fan and you've never checked out the originals of where that came from. It's sure. worth checking out. And obviously don't start with this one. Start with you know the first one. But. Yeah. Well, I've never seen Cobra Kai, so... Does does that take into account the things that happened in episode or two and three, Karate Kid two and three? Yes. Like okay. so, yeah. he did go to Okinawa. It's just a continuation. Later. Yeah. 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 So far, the only thing they haven't brought in is four with the uh, with Hillary Swank. And um, why would they? <laughs> right. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, no. And the it's interesting because Macho does not like three as much either. He thinks that's the weakest one. Oh, really? Where the writers really like three. Oh. Um, and then of course they, I think that's to me why the show works so much is because the writers really love the whole Karate Kid thing. So they, and it's funny, they call it the Miyagi verse, but they, they're able to, they've combed through these movies looking for nuggets yeah, that's and cool. like, you'll hear, they'll play like a scene, kind of how the 
this one did with the um, the recap or whatever. They'll show scenes from the originals and like work it into the current storyline oh, cool. of that episode. That's cool. Um, and obviously with Pat Morita, he's gone. So they have, you know, either flashbacks or yeah. there's even some scenes with some letters that he supposedly wrote. Oh, that's cool. And it, I mean, they do a good job. It sounds like I'm like they pay tremendous respect to Miyagi. It's a little cheesy at times. And yeah, I guess well. you could argue that the Karate Kid movies are too. And that's the only thing that kind of bothers me about it is it's, you know, it comes off kind of kind of cheesy at times. Well. But it's the homage to it and the story and just seeing these these actors play these characters that much you know, and, and Johnny's fucking great because he's a dude stuck in the 80s, yeah, you know, sure. didn't get over it, so he's not PC at all. Okay. Um, so he's a lot of fun. Yeah, like, right. He's, he's yeah. more fun. Like, it's he's so much fun, I guess, that when we, I guess, Lace saw Cobra Kai first. Yeah. And so then we went back, started watching Karate Kids, and he liked Johnny so much that once he realized Johnny wasn't in the second one, he wasn't as, as interested anymore. Hey, how, and I'm like, why it's would called Karate like Kid, man. It's not called, because he just liked Johnny so much in the, because it's very much, Cobra Kai's very much a two-hander. It's Johnny. Oh, Cobra and, Kai, not the movies. Okay, all right. All yeah, all right. Cobra Kai, the TV show. He liked uh, Johnny so much so I that when he, we went back to watch the original movies and Johnny's not in two or three, he was less interested because he almost like. Johnny more than uh, grown up Daniel, you know. Funny. It's kind of funny. Anyhow, so, so, yeah. me, um, I, I actually, I guess I would have to recommend it. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all well, right. because, uh, you know, I, I do want to see three. I don't remember if I did or not. I don't think I did. Um, I do love the characters. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, to go. And watch his history to see the scenes with his father. The the line that his father said to him when he shows up, it just made me oh, cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, I was sitting there just... No, no. I am... I don't hate this movie, and I think I would have, except for the relationship of these characters. That is That... that makes me forgive all these movies' flaws. Right. Okay. okay. Well, but what I was going to say is recommend it but just keep in mind, and if if I were telling someone, keep in mind, it's not like the first one. Yeah, you know, and and I would also say we have them on DVD. So if you need to, to borrow them or buy them from me yeah. now, because I, I have the, we have the regular uh, Karate Kid yeah. separate. But um, no, anyway. And then another thing, um, I completely forgot about, and y'all probably don't even know what I'm talking about, um. On happy days, I forgot that uh, yeah. Mr. Miyagi. Uh, oh, yeah, he was Al. Al. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I watch Happy Days. So okay, right. I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that, and and we were watching some extra features about that, and then um, the guy um, who plays Daniel, I've seen him. Wasn't he on Psych? Yeah, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, plays. Yeah, and does he play Ralph Macchio or does he play? No, he plays a a cop. Oh, oh yeah, it's sort of a stumbling, bumbling. Yeah, cop. So I mean, I, I do enjoy Nothing seeing like, them yeah. and others. That, yeah, yeah, he he plays almost a well. Apart from what Ralph Macchio was in, The Outsiders, he was in The yeah. Karate Kid. What else? My cousin Vinny. My yeah, that's it. Now I've not seen that. And he I did one called, to see My cousin Vinny. He did one no, called, I need to uh, watch Crossroads. That. Crossroads was amazing. Um, as a guitar player yeah. myself. Oh yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah. Crossroads no, no, that's that's a great movie. But yeah, 
Steve Vai, right? The, oh yeah, Steve yeah, Vai a, at the end. Not a, a whole lot after that. That's one of the things he talks about in his in that biography is trying to distance himself from Karate Kid because anything he went out for afterwards, they were like, uh, "Is Karate Kid the right guy for the role?" And so he, he was pissed off that he couldn't no, no, take I, it. I, I and now he's come around where he appreciates it and loves being related to it now. Well, sure. But it pissed him off at you know at the yeah, time because it's paying his bills now. <laughs> sure, but I thought Machu had some gravitas in these movies, like yeah, like his dramatic scene when he's talking to Miyagi about his own father. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I, th- I thought and and I, as a punk kid with attitude, you know, I think he does that well too. He's very yeah. sarcastic and very you know, you know, absolutely. And 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 in real life, uh, Pat Morita and and Machu were good friends. They really yeah. became oh, really oh. really yeah. good close friends to almost I wondered about that yeah no some of the extra scenes and the extra features the shows backstage with Miyagi and and just still photos and you could tell they're joking they're they're hanging off each other yeah Pat Morita was nominated for Academy Award for Miyagi for the first one and they wanted uh uh almost said LaRusso they wanted uh Ralph Macchio to present it and he said no um, he just, he was, I don't, I don't remember what he, why he explained it, why he turned it down, but he, he said later now, that's one of his biggest regrets. Yeah. And later on he got a lifetime achievement award, a uh, Pat Marita did. Yeah. So he was able to present that one. He's like, so Aww. in a way I was able to make it up, but yeah. it still bugs me that I was a punk kid. Well, did, that, did, did Marita win? I don't think he did. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, but he just wanted to like go up there and like, yeah, you know. I guess say it or whatever you know, and the nominees are or whatever. But yeah. Oh, but, I got you. I got you. But yeah, he just I don't know. He was, yeah, he was well, a punk kid, and you know, regrets it or whatever. Punk yeah. kid. He was twenty four when he. Yeah, but twenty four. Punk kid, man. Twenty four year old. Let me sing. Writing it now is fifty or sixty or whatever he is. Yeah. 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 Twenty four. You still don't know a whole lot. Oh no, right? absolutely. But I'm just saying that yeah. he played a fifteen, sixteen year old karate kid when he was ten years <laughs> right. older than that. Which his acting chops in the original and even the second one. We're really good. Yeah, like, I don't have a problem with any Daniel of the performances. LaRusso. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's again the problem is now he's Ralph Macho is LaRusso. Yeah. yeah, it's like anytime someone plays a, a role like that, I think they have a hard time. Like Stallone trying to shake Rocky or something. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it was, it know. became uh, Karate Kid especially became iconic. Wax on, yeah. wax off, all that. It yeah. it's part of it became so yeah. enmeshed in our culture that Yeah, he says it uh he said in the book it's uh you know, at the time, like, you know, for most of his, you know, I guess adult life since the movies came out, it was Hey Karate Kid, hey Danielson, and he's walking on the street. Now it's you know, aren't you the dad in Karate Kid? Or aren't you the <laughs> yeah. I mean in Cobra Cry, I mean, or Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well anyway. And he, and he said he's good with it, man. And yeah, no, maybe to James's point because it pays the bills, but yeah, absolutely. It's well, like I, it was, you, you come to terms with your, yeah. your 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 legacy. Your legacy, yes, you know. And yeah. as at this point, he's seen that it has meant so much to so many people. Yeah, he, he had a lot of stories um, about that about meeting people and yeah, saying, um, "Hey, I was bullied and I learned karate." And you know. well, I was I was gonna say, I, like, uh, I wonder how much uh, people took up karate after Karate Kid won. Right. It had to have been millions. millions. You know, I was eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. Like that's all the time when I was in. Yeah, and right. it, and I've talked about that a little bit as far as like, you know, could he asked me one time like just why like there was such this big karate boom in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And I was like, I don't I don't know. I can't really explain it, but there was. Like it was yeah. Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee Bruce and then Lee, yeah. Yeah, Karate yeah. Kid and then, you know, Van Damme, Seagal, all these other guys. It was just this crazy boom of yeah. karate guys, you know? But yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, you're, I was going to say earlier about your point. Yeah, as far as like a karate flick like a movie where people were you know some really kick-ass scenes yeah there's so many other movies that have uh-huh. way better fight scenes for sure that's yeah that's not yeah don't watch karate kid for the best fight well, scenes. yeah but uh, uh, but there's more to it it's a story there. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's not just yeah yeah no absolutely uh, yeah no all right 
So my yeah, my consider is is a, a strong consider. I, I I I do not fault the performances in this movie. I just think it, mostly the timing. I think. Yeah, no, and it's just interesting. Some of the things that like the one of the reasons I like it because it's different from the first, or, or the same reasons you guys don't like it because it's kind of went in a different direction. Sure, so this is very interesting to me. Yeah. All right. All right then. Anything else? All right. Then we are out. Do you yeah. like this movie? Yeah. I, I love, I love <laughs> so this, movie. Like this movie. Daniel Miyagi. That is not a weak point in either the first or the second. All this, like I felt like all the exposition was very, very tight and well done. I, I think everything is good until they land in Okinawa. It was almost cartoonish. Yeah, there's like endless scenes of staring at each other's eyes. It was just bullies and love story. That scene bothers me. I don't remember the movie, but I remember that scene. And wrong answer. I agree. The the beats are a little fuzzy. fuzzy yeah. No, no, I know. What I'm saying is, this is what you could have done instead. Yeah. I don't think there's enough. After we we did watch the first one and then we watched the second one, I was like, wait a minute. Big opening weekend, the producer like turned to Machio and said, we're going to make a couple of these. Yeah, well, Sherry said, saw something. Ten days after the opening of this, they started filming the second one. Mm-hmm. Ten days after.